The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, a little insight from Reagan.com, and they were looking late last year about the four essential tactics for wooing mommy and daddy bloggers. It was an article by Vanessa. Vanessa Horwell, and I found it really interesting. I thought that there was some really good insights gleaned from this article from Ms. Horwell. The first one was be attractive. Now, really what that means is that You know, you want to be able to provide useful enough information that a mommy or daddy blogger can actually use the insight on a regular basis. And and eventually, hopefully, we always hope that the blogger actually becomes a brand advocate. Um, So it's all about, you know, really being transparent, authentic, and straightforward. And I think we all, at our core, understand that we need to do that. Sometimes it's a little bit harder to put that into real action. But that is definitely the number one trip from tip from reagan.com you don't want to offer free products i found this really insightful because i think a lot of companies feel like by giving away free product they're going to nest they're always going to get free coverage but we know that isn't always the case and in fact it might actually do the opposite we might tick off bloggers and now with the new ftc fines um you know mommy and daddy bloggers could get fined as much as eleven thousand dollars if they don't actually come forward and say that they've been gifted these products so you know we want to um, keep that in mind that uh, we want to tread very, very lightly with bloggers when offering them product and make sure that, again, it's very transparent. When we do reach out to bloggers, according to Ms. Horwell, you know, we really want to make sure that we're telling the story behind the product, that there's real value to the blogger and what the product's going to provide his or her reader and that it's just, you know, not some kind of cool product but but really, why does it work so well? What are the, the value structures of the product? And then how does it support, you know, that business um, overall? And then, what's again, what's the value to the audience? Uh, really promoting those benefits are incredibly important. So all things to keep in mind when reaching out to mommy and daddy bloggers. And thanks again to Vanessa Horwell, who is the Chief Visibility Officer at Think, Inc., Think Inc. Um, and she actually works globally um, with companies who are really looking to promote their visibility through strategic PR and new media channels. So thanks to her for that insight. Well, our purse strings today is Alpha Moms, and you'll see why I chose Alpha Moms in just a moment. There's more than 1.5 million of these moms, median age 39. She's a college graduate, married, and works full time. 
and uh, and she is a parent. In fact, they're making a pretty darn good living, over one hundred and twenty thousand a year, and the average um, home values at two hundred and fifty thousand or above. She likes to keep up with fashion. She's a trendsetter, confident, really embraces her individualism. She's very embed ambitious and motivated. In fact, she sees herself as a a workaholic who wants to get at the very top of her career, but at the same time, wants to live in the moment and take advantage of life. She feels like her time is more important than money and that she also really wants to focus on her family at the same time because she's juggling so much. She desires change, something new, novelty, something that will kind of inspire her, and she does value very good quality. She's shopping at Neiman Marcus, Haverty's, Ikea, Williamson, Sonoma, Bloomies, and New York and & Company, and Nordstrom's. She's driving a BMW, a Volkswagen, a Jeep, and a Volvo. And uh, for designers, she's shopping Bobby Brown, Vera Wang, Christian Dior, Prada, Chanel. Well, where can you get in front of our alpha mom? Well, she's reading a lot, and she's online a lot. She's reading things that relate to her and her personal life and also her career including Time, In Style, W, Wired, First for Women, Vogue, and Oprah's Magazine. She's online, I mean, on watching cable at CNN, The Style Network, E, Discovery Channel, HGTV, and Bravo. And she's on websites at Amazon.com, Netflix, CNN, Ticketmaster, eBay, and Travelocity. Well, my guest for the program today certainly knows a lot about those alpha moms out there. Carol Evans is CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, home of Working Mother Magazine. Carol founded Working Mother Media back in 2001. And between their 100 best companies list, which you may be very familiar with, to the town halls and multicultural conferences, Carol and her team are really trying to make a much better life for the 26 million working moms out there in America today. And their families. When we come back, I'll be talking to Carol about some of the challenges facing working moms today and how marketers can help. So stick around. More purse strings in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a 
mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Carol Evans, CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, home of Working Mother Magazine. Carol, welcome to the program. Thank you, Maria. I'm so excited to have you on. I've uh, been a big fan of, of Working Mother Magazine, and I'm just curious, why did you establish Working Mother Media way back in 2001? What did you think was really missing in the marketplace at that time? Well, um, Working Mother Media is um, a company that I established by acquiring Working Mother Magazine. And what I felt Working Mother Magazine needed at the time was a very strong home because I wanted to make sure that this magazine, which is still today the only magazine for working mothers, I wanted to make sure that this magazine had a really strong uh, placehold in the world of magazines. We launched the magazine 30 years ago, and I was part of that launch team. But I was with the magazine for its first 10 years and then left for 12 years, came back to buy it because I saw something really important in this marketplace, and that is that working mothers are a constant flow of women who come into this marketplace not knowing what hit them when they have their babies. They've been working for, you know, either right out of college or right out of high school. They've been working for a long time. Um, and as we have our babies older, um, that period of, of work, pre-baby, gets longer and longer. And, um, and then they have their children, and it just throws their entire world that they had so carefully constructed into disarray as they find that it's much more difficult to um, balance work and family than they thought. And so they turn to us for answers, and that's why we're here. And you do such a nice job of it. I'm one of those women. I had my first child at 34, my second child at 38, and it was a completely new world for me and and for the 26 million mothers that are in the workplace today, I'm sure. And in fact, I know our numbers continue to grow every year. There's more and more of us in the workplace, and we're going to yes. be, I think, overtaking men pretty soon, uh, yep. becoming the dominant force in the workplace. And I know I was reading the other day about what's been going on with the economy and the fact that actually more men than women have lost jobs over the past couple of years in this recession. So, you know, clearly women are, are, are have some stick to it in this, um, in the workplace. But I'm, I'm curious, now that more and more women are either the primary or sole breadwinners in their families, do you think that the workplace is actually changing to accommodate all of our very specific needs? It is changing, and it has changed a lot over the last 30 years of the magazine. And especially uh, part of the change has come from the work that we've done at, at the 100 Best Companies. You know, we've, we created the 100 Best Companies for Working Mothers back in 1986 to foster change and to give uh, companies an idea of what they could do to support working mothers. But, you know, the change has been 
kind of slow in some ways and in other ways very impressive. Um, and I think that's uh, indicative by the kinds of programs that you see at companies. And the best companies in this country for working mothers really are light years ahead of the rest of the companies in the country. And that's a very important point because, um, you know, it's not like all companies have really uh, come together at the same speed. But you see some companies um, lagging behind, and those are the ones that we keep role modeling with the, with the best companies for. But for example, you know, we have 100% of our uh, best companies offer many, many support systems like child care, flex time, and yet only you know half of all companies in the country offer those types of benefits. So it's a big deal for um, for women to be able to identify what the best companies are doing, and uh, and so it's a kind of a, a dual answer. Yes, the best companies have really come a, a long, long way, and they have put in very sophisticated programs to support women. Um, but the rest of the country really lags behind. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, your 100 best companies list, and that's always just a great list of companies there. And you mentioned flex time and, and on-site child care and those types of things. What are the other things that you're seeing companies innovate over the last several years that maybe you weren't expecting um, that mm-hmm. really get them on that coveted list? Well, one of the things that I love is paternity leave. Companies have really um, gotten behind this idea that if dads could stay home uh, and get paid like mothers do for maternity leave, that they'll bond more with the child and have a much happier, um, you know, life as a as a dad. That's a very progressive idea, and it's really taken a strong uh, hold on the companies, and they're they're starting to adopt this at a very high rate of, uh, you know, that we can tell from the survey. Another thing is that I just love is phase back from maternity leave. And that's just, I love it because it's so helpful for the mom and it's so logical. So here's the idea. You have your, let's say you have three months of maternity leave. Then at the end of that three months, there's this gigantic cliff where you come back to work and, you know, you have to have everything in place. Well, maybe you're not really all that ready mentally, physically, emotionally. So what companies are doing is they're allowing you to go back to work maybe two days a week at first and then three and then four. And then by the time six or nine months has uh, passed, you're back up full time. And this has allowed women to make a much more graceful return to the workplace. And it allows them to get their whole mind, body, spirit back in place uh, from this huge experience of having a baby. That's one of my most favorite creative ideas that's come along in a long time. I can see why. I would have loved to have had a phase back approach. I think my first baby, I, I came back and I know, I mean, I came back in six weeks with baby one. Don't, don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Baby two, and then I was back full time at 60 hours a week. And then baby two, I, I did take three months off. But when I came back, I was back at 60 hours a week. And I, I just think that it's such a hard landing for new moms especially so I think I that had is the same experience six weeks for the first one and three months for the second <laughs> and that's probably why I'm such a big fan of this because I know it's, it just wasn't really that that doable but we did it and that's sort of the generation that I'm in is that we did that kind of thing um, and now moms don't have to be faced with that quite so often the other thing that's really big right now is flex um, flexible work arrangements, flexible workplace, um, you know, what we say at Working Mother is you can flex your day, your week, your year, or your whole career. 
And that is a very, very progressive idea that has taken deep root in the most progressive companies. Um, and, to, of course, there's lots of things that are enabling this. Technology enables it. Um, the whole concept of work from home, which was, um, you know, get, got a real um, boost from all the kind of tragedies that have happened with Katrina or 9-11, where people have had to work from home or had to make different work arrangements. And that whole emergency response has helped companies to realize that work from home does work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you've talked a little bit about all these wonderful things that some of these best companies provide, but I'm curious, and, I, and I'm not asking you to, to name the number one company necessarily, but what are some of the companies out there that you think really are role models for other companies to follow? Well, um, I have to say two companies have been on the list every year for all 24 years of the list, and that is IBM and Johnson & Johnson. And they're just tremendous role models because year after year after year, they've, they've supported and um, created programs, tested new ideas, uh, and just stayed way ahead of the curve. Um, but there's other great companies, too, and it's not just the big, big ones. You know, Patagonia is a company that has been on our list for many, many years and does things differently from the big, big companies on our list. Um, some of the top ten companies, that you know, we always rank the top ten, and then everybody else is number eleven. You know, but um, Abbott is a great example. They have a gigantic childcare center in Illinois that is just a model for everyone else in the in the country. Deloitte, um, Discovery Communications, General Mills, and then we have some companies that are um, nonprofits, like Bon Secours Richmond's Health System is a top ten company. Um, Grant Thornton, I, I, it's just a tremendous um, kind of range of industries represented. Uh, even one of the uh, publishing companies, the McGraw-Hill companies, is a top 10 on our list. Mm. Do you have a hard time each and every year trying to get that 100 best companies list together, or do you have the converse problem, which is you have a hard time finding 100 best companies? And do you feel like we're making enough enough progress getting new companies on that roster each and every year? Well, every year about 20 companies fall off of our list <laughs> because mm, <that's> <laughs> 20 companies come along that are doing better things. So it's not ever a problem to get uh, companies to apply. It's not ever a problem to find the companies. Um, you know, the system, we have a system that chooses the companies, and it's a very data-driven system. This is not about a group of editors sitting around talking about companies. This is a computer that takes in enormous amounts of data. Every Every company that applies has to fill out a questionnaire that, has 550 questions on it at least. And so we're asking everything about all range of questions on, on not only how how they support working mothers, but representation of women in their ranks, as well as how much the programs and policies are um, available across all dimensions of the workforce and how often they're used by employees. So we really get at that usage um, of programs as opposed to just having them. And the computer churns through all the responses and lists out to very, very fine detail, um, numerically ranking the the, uh, the top 100. So, you know, we don't really have to um, look at it subjectively because it's an objective decision um, that we follow very strictly. Yeah. You know, you talked about... Um you know, representative women in the ranks of these companies, which lead me to my next question. Do you think 
there is a correlation between having mothers at the top of companies and them ending up on that list. Do you feel like there's that, that tight correlation? It's not so much mothers on the uh, in your company. What it is is whether women as a whole and moms as well have ke- keep up with the pace of um, of your company in the higher ranks. Like for example, if you have seventy percent women in your company, which many hospitals do, then we want to make sure that you have seventy percent of your management are women. If you have thirty percent of women. Uh, employees, 30% of your employees are women, then we want to see that 30% of your management at least are, uh, are women. And, you know, moms and women, it's, it's sort of the same because so many of the, um, women in companies are, are moms and, you know, 50% of all managers are mothers, 50% of all executive women are mothers. So you're talking the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Carol, and we come back. I would love to talk about how Working Mother is getting in front of those moms and those women on a regular basis and kind of seeing what's on her mind to to keep current. So stick around. More with that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Carol Evans, CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, home of Working Mother Magazine. And we've been talking a lot about the top 100 best companies and a really rich list of fantastic companies and really wonderful things that they're doing uh, to support women in the workplace. And you do a lot of things there at Working Mother Media, Carol, to really... Um, understand what's going on with women and keep current. I know you're, you hold town halls and conferences. You've got one coming up in July, and then you have, you have forums too. Can you share a little bit more information about all that you do there at Working Mother Media? Well, it's a very exciting company, <laughs> uh, if I do say so myself. And what we do is we look at the total needs of um, our constituencies, and then, then we just find out how we can meet those needs. 
So, you know, we have our Work-Life Congress in the fall, which is where we, it's a huge conference where we look at what is it that the 100 best companies are doing. Um, Then we mirror that with a big conference in July where we bring together multicultural women from all over the country, and we talk about what is holding back or pushing ahead multicultural women in the workplace. And that's a very important part of our um, DNA because, uh, you know, we found that everything we learned on the 100 Best Companies of how to push companies to advance working mothers could be applied to multicultural women in a very important way. And so we started that dialogue about seven years ago, and it's been extremely successful for uh, companies, for women, for the magazine. Um, we also have, uh, you know, events where we're looking at some very specialized area like we looked at law firms, we're now looking at hourly workers. We even take a look at what the congressional members of Congress do in terms of treating their staff well on work-life balance issues. <laughs> it's fascinating because um, mothers are a part of every nook and cranny of the workforce today, and so we keep uh, you know, investigating and investigating uh, what the different layers are, whether it's on Wall Street or whether it's in hospitals or whether it's in the um, in the Congress, you know? <laughs> and I think that's a, a, a you know one of the things that we do so well for women is to um, keep turning up the new areas that need to be looked at that might be holding women back. Well, and you know I feel like with with the whole new presidential, you know the new president in office, uh, the health care discussion. I mean, clearly that has impacted women. I'm sure you've been on top of that, Carol. Um, oh yeah. It, you know that there's just always something going on that touches women in a, a really powerful way. I really don't even know how you you stay on top of that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we do. We talk a lot to our readers. We meet with them. Um, they write to us. We have a huge. Uh, blog on workingmother.com where um, we have thought leaders who blog about issues that are important to working mothers and then we have average working mothers that are out there blogging on our website telling us exactly what's on their mind and you know we use a lot of social media to reach out to that to that working mother um, and you know she's a she's a pretty young savvy woman uh, she's uh, she's at median age of about 34 so this woman is somebody who knows um, how to use social media very adept at um, technology because of her job and then on the other side she's got to be really good at technology to keep up with her kids at home <laughs> you know? so we use all those ways of um, all those means of getting in front of her and then when you add our live events you know with our conferences and events it's a you know it's a, a whole other layer of really understanding her plus we're always researching we have a big research project that we're working on right now um, and we're it's called what moms want and it's a big piece of research that we'll be debuting at our October conference and it's going to look at moms of all kinds stay-at-home moms working moms moms who consider their job a career and uh, and men and just see how what they're thinking and what they're telling us about their life today right today um, in this very new lifestyle Oh, that's going to be fascinating. We definitely yeah, need to get great. you back um, after that conference and talk about those findings. Um, you know, how can marketers help companies help women, considering that the show is, of course, about marketing to women? It, based on what you know about women today, how can marketers do a better job? 
Well, first of all, there's been a lot of research that says that moms don't feel that marketers really are speaking to them. And I think you're seeing a little bit of... um, Improvement on that recently, you know, where companies are finally realizing that mom is their target and um, and that mom isn't just one person. She's not just, you know, the mom that we think of, uh, you know, 30 years ago. She's really, there's a lot of different types of moms today, um, and they need to be very savvy in how they speak to her. Um, you know, our moms are sophisticated, educated they're working, they don't want to be talked down to, and yet they don't want to be talked to as if they don't care about their families. You know, families are number one with our readers. They care deeply about being the best mom they can possibly be. And I think that what marketers need to do is to find a higher level of respect for mothers and, um, you know, touch their emotions, touch their, um, you know, their needs and their fears like we, like we all do in, in advertising, but also really understand that these women are doing a phenomenal job of caring for their their careers, their jobs, their husbands, their families. Um, they, lead, they lead a very complex life, and let's not treat them as if they're 12. Yeah, right on, Carol. Very wise words. And, and I wish I had another half hour to talk to you, but unfortunately we've run out of time <laughs> today. But I... I, I know already that you've got to come back um, in the fall to talk about what's going on with what moms want for sure. We, we want to hear more of you on that and anything else that you might have there at Working Mother Media. And for those people listening today, um, if you want to know more about Working Mother Magazine um, and Working Mother Media, check out the website, workingmother.com. And if you don't already um, get the magazine, you definitely want to do that. Carol, thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, thanks, Maria. It was terrific. Yeah, and I hope um, I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. <laughs> and uh, Max, thanks so much, my producer, for another great show. And Thank join you. us for another edition of Purse Strings right here next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.